1: Oh wait, can I get a chorus? Can I get a chorus? No? Aww. It's hey coming. Beasties, hey Beasties, what's going on? Well let it play, it's okay, this is a great song. Welcome to the season, the finale of Beauty and the Beast, season two here at After Buzz TV. I'm your host, Ali Kona Bradford, and what an incredible episode, wrapping up the season. Oh wait, let him sing, let Peter sing. I get so this is the, such a great song. P.S., by the way, I'm going to sh- shout out to Phil, our engineer here, who recommended this song. It's a perfect Beauty and the Beast song. It's amazing. <laughs> it is, in your Four eyes. Or males should serenade females with this song. I agree. See? Okay, ladies, are you single? Is he single? Somebody tweet at him. What is your Twitter handle? It's Tech. Don't be offended. I don't tweet much. Oh. Well, you never know. You could miss the lady of your dreams. Anyway, I guess I should probably talk about the show now. Probably. So, going into tonight's episode, just food for thought. Katherine Chandler, right? We know she goes to her dad, Agent Reynolds, back in the day. We're talking about Rebecca Reynolds. When did Katherine become Chandler and lose Reynolds? Was that when her father, excuse me, her mother remarried to the guy she thought was her dad? I don't know. It just came up in my mind. I don't know why. Anyhow, so we start the season off or this episode off with a very periodic type take on everything. And she's Rebecca and Vincent's Alistair, whom I don't know why in my mind. The first time I heard her say it, I, I thought she said alabaster. And I was like, oh, that's a very pale shade of... Is she calling him pale? Yeah. Clean my ears. So... Alistair and her are going through the same exact struggle as Vincent, and Catherine, right? Like, identical. And I thought that the juxtaposition that they did this time around was really, really great, transitioning back and forth to the different scenes. Um, but I feel like Catherine was really using the past and this journal as her Bible. Like, everything she did this episode was based primarily off of what is... Rebecca's past and I think one of the things she needed to realize though she was taking some really great precautions and protecting Vincent was you are not Rebecca and he's not Alistair and this is their story and this is your story and so I'm glad she took it into her own hands eventually and changed everything around however I will go back to that opening scene when it is a dream and I went oh, okay it's a dream. You see Vincent standing there with his robe, casually just open and six-pack out. And I thought, yeah, CW, way to start a show. Then I thought, Catherine, you're in plaid. Where is your sexy night gear? Come on now. Your your bow is hot. Now you need to be wearing something sexy too. So tip for season three. Let's get her in some really cute nightwear. Um, going back into the story, though, uh, we trail into... Beth's, we see her, you know, her dead body. Tets is with the rest of the squad trying to figure out her murder, if you will. And there's a a brief flashback of Gabe when Vincent's actually seeing in his mind and tracking this whole situation. And I don't know why I didn't pick it up last episode, but when he ripped her heart out, like her ventricles were dangling out of the heart. It was unbelievably disgusting. And I think it's just them really emphasizing this monster that Gabe has become, right? Because he's going around just sticking his claws in other people's chests, you know, poor Agent Knox, the guy who is trying to save Catherine or protect Catherine and Vincent. He, you know, gets this whole process of everything going on to get Vincent free. And what does he get? He gets Gabe breathing his hot breath in his face. And when Catherine calls and you hear Gabe and that's all he does, really, right? He does this really creepy breathe. And I thought, okay, hot breath. Don't melt the phone, please. And I thought, why don't you say something, Gabe, if you're being creepy and you're doing this for a reason, right? You're doing all of this to put pressure on Vincent to come after you. Say something. Don't growl at me on the phone. Come on. Anyhow, so Knox gone. Gabe trying to lure Vincent in, playing mind games. And unfortunately, I think Vincent... Totally fell for it, right? Because he's going around the city trying to do his way and then, of course, there's Catherine battling him about it the whole time, like, you know, keep your humanity and blah, blah, blah. And part of me felt like, Catherine, you guys are in this mess because you keep on fighting for Vincent's humanity when he could have just taken Vincent... I'm me, he should have just taken Gabe out. If you would have just let him beast, this you would not be in this situation, girl. So, anyway... oh, Oh, yeah, and by the way... I interrupt this portion of the show to let you know that I am on my Twitter. And some beasties promised me that they were going to tweet me. So I'm getting some tweets. Yay! Um, A to the men. Thank you! Anyhow, <laughs> that, that made me lose my train of thought. Okay. Um, yes, Gabe. Luring. Oh, right. So when Gabe's doing all this luring, right, and they have that moment where he's sitting on the bench in the middle of public in Chinatown. And he's talking to Gabe. I mean, Gabe. Gosh, where am I tonight? He's talking to Vincent, using his beastie powers, knowing that Vincent can hear him from a distance. So here's Vincent a couple blocks away, right? And then here's Gabe, all by himself, on this bench, like a crazy, having a conversation. Not only is he having a conversation, right? But the dialogue of the conversation, talking about killing and this, that, and whatever. How... Did anybody just walk by him and not think, maybe I should call the cops. This guy's a little mental. I don't know. Kind of creepy. Maybe he's a pedophile. Hmm. And people just walk by him. That one threw me for a loop. But either way, we see Vincent going for the bait. A little disappointed, but I understand. I understand that he is so hot-headed. Ah, ha, hot-head. So hot-headed for everything that's going on because how frustrating like this guy is messing with you just leave me alone leave my girlfriend alone I want a normal life I'm just gonna come after you and Catherine is this voice of reason every single time like you don't want to do it don't stoop down to his level this is what he wants you to do and she's right she's right but ugh, it made me mad. And so when they came after Vincent and they darted him and he's being drug off or whatever, right? Later on in the episode, I don't know if you guys caught this or not. And Kat is riding around with Vincent passed out in the passenger side. Like later on, you see her pull up and talk to Tess and they're having this whole conversation. Here's Vince just like all out in the passenger seat. And I'm thinking, that's really suspicious, and you probably should have laid the seat back. You know, let him look like he's taking a nap. But whatever, you know, it makes for good TV. Um, (laughs) And then the cool thing, well, not so cool thing, is we know that Gabe is a lot stronger now because he's got JT serum, which the reason I think it's cool is because JT was capable of creating that. It's unfortunate he hasn't been able to create a cure yet, but he is genius and he is smart and he has created something to where now Gabe can blur. And I'm not sure if we saw him blur. I don't know what the definition of that is. To me, that meant just moving really fast, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, And I am getting some tweets now. So let's see what you guys are saying to me. If I can open up my phone, just, you know, AT&T, come on now. Why didn't Kat just let Gabe stay dead? Girl, I don't know. Carrie, I don't know. Because <laughs> she's too busy trying to regain humanity and do the right thing. And that is exactly what got her in this position. So yeah, I, I have no idea. Um, Let's see what else. Sexy Cat is, wait, where is Cat Sexy Nightwear? Oh, good point. Yes, K-R-S-W-S-E-S-R-S-4-4. That is one heck of a Twitter handle. But Thank you. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, going back to the stronger serum, and I said, what else? I got some notes I'm looking at right now. So, um, ah, yes. When Kat finally realizes she's wrong, she's running around the city, right? Doing all these things and dripping Gabe, not Gabe, excuse me, Vincent's blood everywhere. And again, doing all these things because this is what Rebecca did and this is what her journal says. But, Girlfriend, you know that Rebecca had to kill her, honey. So why are you doing everything that she did? That doesn't make sense to me. And, you know, she went back to her dad, which was an interesting twist because I didn't really see him coming back into the picture. And I don't know if that leads for a further storyline with him, S3, who knows, but... I thought it was interesting that when she went to talk to her dad, and first, you know, this whole time dad's been adamant about Vincent is a beast and you need to leave him alone and beasts only get worse and blah, 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 blah. And... All Catherine said to him this time around, and maybe this is because everything was wrapping up for this episode and we didn't know if there was going to be a season three, but without any argument, he said, oh, hey, Catherine, you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe because you loved Vincent, he is different. You're right. He is different. And, you know, they brought up that point a couple of times in the show, and I like that because the thing about Beast is they have no heart. They have no conscience. But when you have somebody constantly loving you and wrapping you in this just – cocoon, if you will, of feeling that you never had before as a beast, I think it does change you a little bit and it softens you. And Vince, just like Alistair, which I don't think they are ancestors, I think it's just Rebecca, but was the same way. He was humanized, right? Unfortunately, he burned at the stake, which to me doesn't mean necessarily that Rebecca killed him. She may have put him in a position to where unfortunately he got caught, but she didn't kill him. So... Okay, because I'm thinking that she physically murdered her dude, but she didn't. Um, But, like I said, Kat following the same exact steps as her ancestor. And what I enjoyed was when she did lock Vincent up and, um, you know, she leaves the jewel, whatever. But when she comes back to him... Uh, well, you know what? Rewind. Before she even comes back to him, there's this moment where he's getting frustrated, and they're doing the juxtaposition between current day and in the past day, and Alistair's in the cage, and he's all types of angry, and then you see Vincent in the cage, you know, cat, don't do this, whatever, and the music, the music was fantastic to me, very intense, very um, action movie-esque, right, and he's trying to break out of this cage that we know he's not going to break out of, and when she comes back and comes to her senses and decides, hey, we need to do this together and you know she asks him are you okay no I'm not okay you locked me in a cage and I thought that was really cute and funny and and she's like you know um I I forget the exact words I know I wrote down in her in my notes but she had said something along the lines about I'm sorry and are you mad at me "Mm mm-hmm do you forgive me "Mm -mm." it was like a stubborn little child it was really adorable and of course that lasted for what 0.5 0.5 seconds because, you know, Catherine's cute and that didn't last. And she he gave in real quick. Um, where is that in my notes? I have that quoted. I don't know where it is. Either way. Um, no problem. We'll move on. Oh, I have in my notes too. P.S. By the way, Gabe has this excellent 5 o'clock shadow in this episode. I'm so sad. Why? Why did you have to be a butthole? Because, gosh, doggy, you are handsome. But not so handsome when you're being a jerk. Guys, inside is everything. You can be cute on the outside, and when you're not cute on the inside, it just doesn't work for me. Um, oh, I wanted to talk about Tess as well, too, because I, Tess is really hot and cold with JT. Some episodes, she's like, get away from me. I'm just going to resist this love and deny the fact that we have this chemistry. And then there's moments where she gives, and, and you see the softer side of Tess, and, and she's really into JT and starting to progress, and this episode, she went right back into being rude to him. Like, you go back to your little lab, you figure out how we can beat Gabe, and we'll meet up. Like, quit wearing the pants. I get it. You're a cop and you're a strong woman, and we've talked about the species. I love strong women. But there is a point, especially when you're in a pseudo-relationship, where you gotta back down just a little bit. Or at least in that situation, don't be mean to your man. Especially when your man is telling you that he's worrying about you. Uh, <laughs> either way... Um, I really enjoyed Tess this episode. I loved her arc. Um, it was nice to see her softer when it came time, when, when things were on the line and JT was hurt, which I'll talk about that in just a second, but she had a moment of vulnerability of, oh my gosh. And I, I don't know about you, but I felt like that was coming anyway. As soon, as soon as we saw JT, let's just talk about, okay, as soon as JT was found hanging from the ceiling, Practically crucified, and I don't know if they did that on purpose. First of all, I thought, Oh my gosh, they killed Austin off the show. No, they did not. They cannot do that. No way. Uh, And then I thought, Tess is going to be so upset because the last thing she did was be real mean to him. And the last thing you want to do before you lose somebody, and who's this? You never know, right? You never know when you could lose somebody. So you don't ever want this. Is my own input. This is me, but. I personally feel like you don't ever want to leave somebody, be it your mom, your husband, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your best friend, your cousin, somewhat friend. You don't ever want to part with somebody on angry terms because life is so unexpected and you don't know what could happen. And unfortunately, you know, she was really taking out her, I think, confusion on him. I think she was really in denial of what it could be. And 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 even talking to Catherine earlier and saying, you know, I'm so envious of what you and Vincent have. Why? You have a love. You have a romance. You just haven't opened your heart up to it. You don't know the possibilities. So I digress. Going back, basically – you see this moment where she freaks out, and I thought it was so so beautifully played by by Nina Elise Andrello. I would, God, I always do that to her. Um, but her two scenes where she is involved with JT—be it that scene, and even when she's in the hospital and she has to tell Vincent and Cat, you know, he's lost too much blood and he's not going to make it. Incredible! Like she did such an amazing job with with that. Part of the show, and I'm just checking my Twitter again because I'm getting some more feedback. So thank you. And if you don't have my Twitter handle and you are watching right now live, my handle is at kissmypassport, and I'm doing my best to create conversation with you guys because you are my official co-hosts, and I want to be able to to communicate with you guys. So let's see. Ruth Cassidy agree. Tess scenes were awesome. Yes, absolutely. FYI, Cat as Rebecca. Tess, wait. FYI, cat as Rebecca and Tess when JT was going oops, to make it rock their tear-filled scenes. Ah, okay. That is Mama Beastie tweeting at me. Uh, why do I think Gabe Kebab did not kill JT? You know what? That's a good question. Why? Because I think he wanted to get Vincent to a point where he was so upset. Or maybe he left JT to die. Maybe he thought, okay, this is going to be a slow, painful death. And I'm just going to let him drip and bleed to death. And Vincent's going to be real upset. And I like Vincent's reaction because it's so genuine, right? Because as soon as he walked out that door and Kat knew him, she knew. She's like, don't even think about it. Mm-mm. No, no, no. My best friend just got ripped to shreds. And you want me to go with your plan? You want me to be, you know, humanized and calm and cool and let's let's be strategizing? no. I want him and I want him dead. So I understand that. At the same time, I understand where Catherine had to be like, we need to calm down. Let's think rationally. Let's not get you killed. But, I mean, it's your best friend. Either way, going back to what you had asked me as far as why didn't Gabe kill JT. I don't know. Like I said, I I think maybe it was either meant to be a slow, painful death or it's just meant to be a little teaser. Like, hey, guess what? This is what you have to look forward to. This is what you have to come. If you don't come and fight me now like a man, quote unquote, then I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep hurting you. And I'm going to keep hurting everybody around you that you love. So he's forcing him into the position to where he has to fight. And so um, I like the plan that him and Catherine came up with together that they finally decided to work together because each was in their own space of how they need to handle the situation and then off to the side you've got Captain Moore I believe is his last name at the department with Tess trying to get the SWAT team together for Lord knows what because he doesn't know and one of my own notes and maybe you guys feel like this but does anybody else think that that actor really resembles Kevin Spacey? Down to his voice, his look, I just kept thinking, God, they are so similar. Either way, he's real ticked off at everything that's going on and blindly going along with this plan, which, thank goodness, it's about time that the police department backed Kat and, and Tess up. I mean, yeah, okay, their history maybe, meh, 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 you know, but they're loyal employees and they deserve a chance to. And for him to just keep siding with Gabe in the past, like, no, no. So I'm glad that they finally got involved. Though they had absolutely nothing to do with Gabe's killing, arresting, cause that didn't happen either. Um, but the pool scene, let's talk about the pool scene between Vincent and Gabe. When Vincent finally calms himself down, I thought it was an interesting approach and it really did have me on the edge of my seat going, what are you doing? You know, let me just, let me just shoot an eight ball. Hey V. Hey Gabe, what's up? You know? Uh, and I'm sure Gabe was thinking the same thing, like, you play me for a fool? What, you are going to be embarrassed if we're out in public fighting? Okay, let's do this here. Why not? Uh, there, but you know what? It was all part of the plan. And with the whole, like, caller situation, when there was the takedown of Gabe... Ooh, you know, I just had this conversation today at lunch, and I'll talk about that in a second, but I just had this conversation about women being hit and and what have you, and Gabe, even though he wasn't a beast anymore because he had this restriction collar on, it's it's like a shock collar for dogs, but anyway, when he had the collar on, uh he still backhanded her, like, good, real good, it's almost like he still had some strength left, because it's not like she fell over a little bit, she... Flew across the room, and then he turned around and he backhanded Vincent, who flew across the bar. Um, I didn't see his ending coming like that, as far as, um, because it almost looked like he fell onto the pool stick. I mean, I know that Catherine shoved it in him when he was going for but very interesting choice of death. Would I have liked to see Vincent kill him? Mm, I don't know. I I like that Kat was the one who did it because she is the one – well, she killed him the first time around. But she's the one who's been so, let's not kill him. Let's not kill him. Let's do the right thing. And then you, guess what, got put in the position where your back was against the wall and it was you or him. And you did what you had to do. So, hey, more power to you. Um, I feel like I'm getting some more tweets. So I'm going to just check my phone really quickly and see what you guys are saying. To me, uh, do you trust that the government agent? Oh, it. Psh, please, are you excited about what they said on the others? Okay, yes. Let's, let's 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 talk about that, right? So, JT is on the verge of death, and all of a sudden, miraculously, first of all, he's cold blueing. I don't know what cold blue is, but I figured it was bad. And it was interesting how he went from code blue to "sup guys." <laughs> like, of course, JT said "what's up" after he came out of a coma. No big. Um, But, yeah, I I don't understand how the rest of the doctors didn't think, this is peculiar. You were just dead-ish, and now you're talking. Okay. Um, But when the doctors came, this is my take on it, and they said, hey, you know, we, we saved him by injecting him with this experimental, red flag, experimental serum that regenerates cell growth. Otherwise, He would have died. And, oh, hey, P.S., we have this team of people, and we want you to join. We've been watching you. Not creepy? No, not at all, right? And then he's offering him all these other things because, you know, there could be worse creatures out there. What is worse than A, Murfield, B, these beasts, C, season three, are we going to see aliens? Like, what are you really going to bring to the table? I mean, I appreciate the open door of opportunities of things and villains, but what are you going to bring? And what's going to happen to JT? I mean, if it's not known by the rest of medicine, I'm assuming there might be a few side effects. You know, it's like when you see those heart medications or those sleepy time medications, and then you have these happy people and then all of a sudden may cause clogged arteries, may cause diarrhea, may cause vomiting, blah, 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 blah. Right. Okay. Well, what is this going to do to you? Because, It has me excited, but at the same time worried, because what if, what if JT all of a sudden is infused with these superpowers? How cool would that be? Like, this team would be supercharged, because we got Vincent, we've got JT, who's already super duper smart. He's the brains of the operation, not to say that anybody else isn't intelligent in this group, because they all are, but you know, he's the scientist. He could either turn into mad scientist, who we need to bring back to reality, or he could just become this super crazy smart being and their team is elevated times 110. Now, do you guys think that they're going to join this government league? Nah, I think the answer is a little bit obvious. I think it's going to have to be a yes, Uh, but it was nice at the very end of the episode. I love the shots in New York. Um, I think the cinematography this season, even this episode was excellent and I liked seeing them on the bridge I want to say that is in an area that was formerly called Dumbo in New York, but I could be completely wrong. I know that they're looking at the Brooklyn Bridge. But either way, it was really nice to see them relax. They're not in hiding. They're just existing, you know, and happiness. And I love that Vincent brings up the same topic that Agent Reynolds did when he said, you know, what's different about us and what's different about me is I have you, you know, and she keeps brushing off like, oh, no, no, it's no whatever. He's like, no, really, you loved me. Like, you've done this for me, that for me, that for me. And she goes, well, what's in it for me? Uh, pretty spectacular boyfriend and a great bodyguard. And I know he didn't say spectacular. That's my own words. But, you know, either way. Um, oh, you guys, thank you, by the way, for, for joining me in this conversation and being my co-host for this last season finale. I really, really appreciate it. Um, watch JT's T-Cells. Will he be a super healer? Hmm, I don't know. That could be really cool. Um, aliens, yes, men in black. Oh, I, I would love to see JT do the men in black dance. He needs his own dance. He needs the JT dance. And it needs to catch on. Hashtag, hey, let's tweet at Austin. Uh, anyhow, um, what else did I want to talk about? Let me look in these notes because I have such detailed notes in here. You guys have no idea. If you saw my iPad, it's this long and somehow I managed to talk so fast that I get through it in 2.2 seconds poetic princess. She has asked me, what do you think of the period scenes linking the past and the present? Uh, yeah, and I, I already touched on that. I said basically I love the cinematography. I love the cuts between the two. The two are very, very similar. And again, I felt like Cat quit trying to re- replicate the past because it didn't work out. Um, interesting to see the two beasts with the long hair. The mop-on-mop fight, right? A little interesting. I couldn't tell what was going on. I don't know if it was my TV screen. It was just dark. But I just saw hair going everywhere. <laughs> Irrelevant. Uh, either way. Um, what else? If I didn't... P.S., while I'm looking through my notes, I will say this. If you guys are international beasties or you didn't get a chance to join, there was a beastie roundup this weekend. Austin Basis went. I'll show you pictures of that later on. And I missed it because, unfortunately, I was doing stuff. But I got to meet a lot of the beasties this afternoon. We had lunch. It was amazing. Thank you guys so much for having me. Um, I, again, derailing, going off the topic of the show. But a lot of you guys are tweeting me now. So thank you for joining me. And... Really quickly, because, you know, I like to give shout-outs to everybody. Hold, please, while I disappear. Um, don't mind me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, okay, see? See how they treat me at After Buzz? Rude. I got these really cute gifts and I just wanted to share them with you guys because I didn't get a chance to go through. I don't want to be rude and do that at lunch, right? But this really cool, this is Beastie Art, if you can see this. Uh, It's a pin on the front, right? But on the back, bam! It's a mirror. So, you know, if I'm ever looking crazy, like right about now, I just do one of these. Oh, see? Look at that. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Anyway, um, really awesome bar lotion. Mm, Yummy. And then, you know, don't be mad. Don't be mad that I'm showing your picture right now because I'm going to show your picture right now. (laughs) Sada. Look at that. You made a cameo. I invited these ladies. And, you know, they turned me down. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But they're joining me in spirit right now. And I know they're watching and they're probably tweeting curse words at me for showing their picture. But whatever. Um, And then, of course, Carrie Bear. You guys know her as the artistic designer of all the really cool beastie stuff. She gave me some bookmarks that are pretty Awesome. Papa. See these guys. And I got a really cool postcard. I wish you guys could read it from a distance, but very creative. And I love I love that the BCs have come together whether you were able to make it to the roundup or not. I know that this is a huge community and the fact that everybody comes together, not only do they support the show, but they support great causes like JDRF and they support each other. And I think that the TV show that it can do that is such a powerful thing. So Welcome to the family. For those of you who haven't become aware, get on Twitter, join them, the Beastie family. Um, anyhow, <laughs> I'm done with my tangent. I didn't get anywhere with these notes of mine, but I have tons of pictures because I tweeted out for those of you who have participated. Thank you very much. I asked you guys for your favorite season two moments. So I'm going to have my engineer prepare warm up the computer. Ah, okay, this is mine. So I have a few. This is my behind the scenes. I love... Little pictures and captive moments, and so I actually, you know, we get to see Gabe and Vincent laughing, and I'm sure this is them in between takes just telling a joke, and I want to know what is so funny, and I'm sure they have a lot of fun on set. My next picture is from a photo shoot that they did. I don't know if this is season one, season two, but I like always seeing what the real scenery look like because Hollywood is so magical. It has a way of making things look big and fantastic and really you're in the corner of a shack in a room somewhere and you probably have, I don't know, flies or something crazy going on. But anyway, next episode, uh, episode, picture. This was from tonight's episode and I picked this one as well. I think all mine are popping up first, but it's just the, the embrace that they have going on. This is after Gabe is finally out of the way. And it's just tender, and I enjoy it. So next picture, please. Ah, uh, So now we are finally getting into our pictures that you guys sent me. So thank you very much. And this is at fan of BATB. We can just keep rolling through these. Um, and I'm going to give shout-outs while we're doing that. So let's go to our next picture. This one is a really cool picture as well. And I'm sorry I don't have your Twitter handle attached to all these pictures. Let's go to our next picture. This is a really cool poster. This was actually a promo poster, but I love that we, this is like the horror version of the show, right? Because this show has two different sides to it and we see the love so much. I'm not mad at that. But, you know, it is Beauty and the Beast. There are beasts. Let's go to our next, uh, recipe for disaster. Down there somewhere is the hashtag for the person who sent this to me. She sent me one for every single episode, so thank you so much. Unfortunately, because there's so many, I couldn't show all of them, but this was my favorite because it brought up some old moments. Um, Oh, hey, there we go. Oh, oh, there's two of them. Imagination Gabby. Amazing job. So these are some of her photos. Phil, I'm going to let you go at your own pace. I'm going to start doing shout-outs. So to all the people who sent me pictures, at Marsh50B and Anne, at Anne underscore N-A-E, at Cat Russell, at Caro, G D I F, at Christina, uh, two A's with a 907, at Penelope27. I hear from you all the time. Hi. At MuzzC Girl. And if I am saying your Twitter handle wrong, I am so sorry. And then at C-A-C-O-S-A, Kakosa, at Writer Freak, at Ruth Cassidy. Hey, girl, I met you today. Um, at A S N E N G W. D E L, I am so sorry. She really liked the fish picture. Whenever that pops up. Ooh, the one that's up right now is a really great picture, P.S. by the way. Um and at Julie Caston liked the fishy picture too when he's telling all his problems to the fish. Oh, I picked this picture, I think. No, 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 no. Somebody from Australia sent me this picture. Great picture. Um at Baby Blue, 101785. At Orange Moon, who we talk all the time. At Rita Signorelli, four, I'm assuming you're Italian. Hey, ciao. At Alan Catterini. Um, we can keep moving on to next picture, or is that all? Really? I had some other ones, I thought. Oh, I'm so sorry. I cut them short then, because I had some really excellent promo pictures that I got today from our beasties, and for whatever reason, oh, I don't have them. All right. Boo. On me. Okay, at Tesco Menini, at Zoo Zahani, at Traveler395, at FanaBATB, who I shouted out early, at Judy which, you know what, Judy, I had one of your pictures, and I don't know if it popped up. Oh, here we go. These are the pictures. Love these. These are promo pictures that fans made as artwork, and I think they are phenomenal. So you guys are so talented. Like, seriously, super-duper talented. I love it. Uh, keep going. At Empress Beastie. Where's your... What? I don't know. Okay. Uh, at Sof8235. At Arlene 59 At B-L-O-M-M-A-N-I. At Eatoli9 eight eight Idoli at Anaconda eighteen. I haven't heard from you in a long time, so it's nice to hear from you again. At let's see, Imagination Gabby, at Muff ET, at Tiffany N one D A six nine. I know I'm just going through all these names and I think I listed everybody who submitted pictures to me outside of the ladies that we talked to today at Carrie Bear, at Mama Beastie, at Ruth Cassie, who I tweeted you out already. Oh hey, look at that. Um what about she saves him a lot what? I have no idea what this tweet just said. I just got distracted. But anyway, thank you guys so, so much. There should have been pictures of Austin with the Beastie group. I don't know if they popped up behind me or if they did not. And if they did, awesome. And thank you. Thank you guys so much for joining me. This season, I had an amazing time with you, and I'm so excited for season three. Let's get into predictions.
0: And now, after Buzz TV predictions.
1: Mmm. Well, I already started getting into prediction category earlier with the whole JT thing. I think he is going to have super plasma, and I think he's going to have a lot to contribute to the team. I would not like to see him go crazy, although I think that's a possibility. I think that the whole team is going uh, to—like, the first episode is going to be them discussing whether or not they want to get involved in this medical science field— and they're going to get involved. I mean, if there's things bigger out there and you know that this team fights for justice and there's people out there destroying things or that are bad people, no matter what they do, even if they wanted to live a happy life, I think their conscience would get the best of them and they'd be like, no, we, we got to do it. We just we have to do it. Now, whether or not these guys are legit or they're just saying what they're saying to get them into another trap. I don't know. But I know one thing. I am so excited and so happy that everybody got together and rallied and supported the show. And hopefully it will continue to go on and on and on. Until then, I will have to see you guys in the fall. Thank you again. Oh, and continue to talk to me. I said earlier my Twitter handle is at KissMyPassport. I do have a website. If you haven't checked it out yet, please check it out. Like it. It helps me out, and I get to know you. You get to know me. It's alieconerbradford.wix. Yeah, why did I forget my own website? com backslash television host. And I will see you guys soon. Goodbye.